Hi and welcome back. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for stopping by. You're very welcome here indeed. So my name is Vince Cording and on the 7th of April 2019, I ordered two bottles of nicotinamide mononucleotide, or NMN, from Amazon.com. I was 55 on the 22nd of April 2019 and I started my NMN experiment on my birthday. I am making a series of podcasts and videos on YouTube to map my NMN experiment. I'm recording my progress for myself and also to help inform others, both now and in the future, who are taking NMN. So if you're listening to this, I expect you two are at least middle-aged and interested in longevity. And if not longevity per se, then how to make the years you do have left as enjoyable and rewarding as possible. So how or why did my NMN journey start? For me, I started to notice a marked decline in my stamina and recovery from exercise and recovery from injury as I entered my 50s. Now I joined the army at the age of 17 and obviously had to remain fairly fit until I retired at the age of 40. Going to the gym and keeping active was a habit and a habit that I was happy to keep. I was also acutely aware that men around me and women of my age, even veterans, were getting fatter and fatter by the day. I assume that like me, they were listening to the general advice of the day to eat low fat food, to eat pasta and to drink skimmed milk or fruit juice and to keep animal fat, eggs, etc. to a minimum. But it wasn't working. I was feeling bloated and I was getting fat. I had to exercise for an hour a day, five or six times a week, just to maintain my weight. Not to lose weight, but just to stay the same. As a boy, I remember my father and my uncles, they never went to the gym a day in their lives. And up until the early 80s, they ate loads of red meat, bacon and eggs, all cooked in lard or animal fat. But when our diets changed, and my father started eating cereal in the morning, eating more bread and pasta because that was the healthy option, he started to put on weight. So the first step of my journey opened my eyes to the ketogenic or keto diet and to the low carb, high fat lifestyle. I'll be honest, most, in fact, nearly all of my research was done on YouTube, where I met the likes of Dr. Eric Berg, Dr. Josh Axe, and the Diet Doctor. Check them out if you too are finding that the in vogue, low fat lifestyle is actually keeping you fat. Those people who say eat less and move more, in my opinion, have got it so very wrong. I urge you to watch their videos on keto and low carb diets. The main thing to remember is a diet should be a dietary regime that should set you for life and not a fad type unsustainable diet like the cabbage soup diet the zone diet, or even juicing. The first and biggest shock to me was the fat lie put forward by Ansel Keys. Check out the YouTube video Big Fat Lies by Fathead Movie. If one man is responsible for the epidemic of obesity-related diseases like cancer and diabetes, I believe it is him. The mantra I know go by is always follow the money. So who said breakfast is the most important meal of the day? Maybe the cereal companies who want you to buy their products are not necessarily doctors. 
why is the American food pyramid the shape that it is, with bread, cereals and pasta holding the greatest quantity at the base? Could it be because the US is the second biggest producer of cereal and the fourth largest producer of wheat in the world? So my first step was to change my diet by reducing my carbs. Really, mostly processed sugar, and I started to read the labels on food. Let me tell you, the food companies make it difficult for you to understand. They mix up the measurements so you can't easily work out what they are. They will say measurements are based on serving sizes of two cups, then list the actual measurements in grams. The most confusing or most annoying deletion on the nutritional facts label is the percentage daily allowance for sugar. It is never listed. That's because in the majority of cases, one serving either exceeds or constitutes a large chunk of the normal daily allowance. And companies know this would stop you from buying it. Just remember, follow the money. I wonder who it was who convinced the government not to put the daily allowance for sugar on food packaging labels. I also learned that there are three macros, the things that all food is made up of, and they are fat, protein, and carbohydrates. If you don't have enough fat or protein in your diet, you can become sick, and in severe cases, you can die. Not so if you reduce or even cut out carbs altogether. The keto and carnivore diet are testaments to this. Not that only eating meat and fatty fish is the key. I think cutting out or greatly reducing processed foods and therefore sugar, that is the real game changer. So by cutting carbs and sugar out of my diet, and I mean bad carbs such as bread, pasta, chocolate, maybe processed food, and getting my carbs from cruciferous vegetables, I lost about six inches from my waist in just over a year. With no increase in exercise, I now ensure that I go to the gym at least twice a week, but no more than three times, and I don't exercise for more than 40 minutes during each visit. And this will not change during my NMN experiment. I think I may also do a podcast on how I exercise and how I eat as part of this experiment. I do currently stick to a low-carb diet for five or six days a week, and I intermittent fast too. For one or two days a week, however, I do indulge myself. I eat pizza with my family on pizza night, and I drink wine at the weekend, but not to excess. Now, even though it's only for one or two days, I do feel the difference with my energy levels and general well-being. And if you ask my wife, my attitude also changes. Allegedly, I'm even crankier. I reduced my alcohol intake when I switched to the low-carb, high-fat diet, and now I very, very rarely drink beer, although I do drink red wine and sometimes white in moderation at the weekend. Now I generally only drink vodka and sometimes Diet Coke. Now the reasons for drinking white spirits are explained very convincingly by Thomas DeLauer in his YouTube video, How Alcohol Affects a Ketogenic Diet. I will record key markers on my 55th birthday and I will give regular updates as my NMN experiment continues. I will also produce podcasts on NMN related topics such as reasons to take NMN, things to consider before taking NMN, the best type of administration, where to buy NMN, costs etc. Now I don't think NMN is a panacea for a long and healthy life.
I think it is just an element, but what appears to be a very important element. Time will tell and we shall see. So going forward, I hope to post an NMN-related podcast at least every two weeks. Well, that's it for today. Thanks very much for listening. As always, please take care, and you'll be hearing from me soon. Bye for now.